When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Shockers and Cuss Words, a podcast that dives into self-improvement, completing goals, and overcoming modern-day obstacles. I am your host, Catherine, and together we will address our fears, establish self-awareness, and complete self-growth through honesty and reflection. Remember to please like and share this podcast. Thank you. Hello, 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 everybody. Um, So let me just introduce myself. (laughs) Uh, My name is Catherine. I am the podcast host of Chakras and Cuss Words Podcast. I am a spiritual intuitive alchemist. I am actually a nurse too. So I'm actually kind of legit guys. Like I'm, I'm actually kind of, you know, really a licensed professional in this world of healing and energy. Um, I do do life coaching and, um, I'm heavy on the astrology, the chakra system and the love of tarot. Those are my three main modalities. So um, I'm trying to get a little bit more present here on this app. And one of the ways I'm going to do it is to bring the content that I usually bring on my platforms over here. And one of that is astrology and the love of astrology and how much I enjoy listening and um, learning about astrology. I want to share it with you guys. So we have a new moon in Gemini coming up and this is happening May 30th, and it's literally like, what, tomorrow <laughs> when you think about it? And this full, I mean, this new moon in Gemini is so great for so many possibilities, intentions, and if you like that keyword, manifestations, honey, it is here for you. So this full moon, I mean, this new moon, I keep calling it a full moon, but this is a new moon. And this new moon is centered in Gemini. And we just got over eclipse season. We had those lunar and um, full and partial eclipses, but now it is time to break away from the shadow and really adapt our intentions and manifestations. So for the new moon on a collective level, right? On a collective level, meaning all of us, meaning the community, meaning the gri- the greater area. And that's usually where I do most of my astrology uh, readings is for the collective. I do a lot of collective readings, but I also do a lot of individual readings. If you ever want to have your natal birth chart, couple chart readings, um, those are always fun and interesting. But 
for this little breakdown, this is a collective, and then I will go into each zodiac one by one. So for overall with this new moon, we're going to have some areas of um, definitely social circles. We're going to feel a want uh, a strong um, initiative to start to connect with others, communication. So Gemini is the ruler of the third house, which is all about communication. The Gemini is known as the twins, which means that they have like this dual trait, not necessarily dual personalities or anything like that, but kind of like a dual trait where sometimes twos works better for them. Like the number two in different aspects sometimes really works good for them. So instead of having one career focus, they might actually have two. Instead of having one strong hobby, they might actually have two. So when we look at the Gemini and what this new moon is going to bring, this is a good time to really clear out our toxicity with, um, friendships. Like if we have any friends that are like those frenemies, like I told you guys to start to clear it out in the beginning when we had the mercury retrograde and that's going to be slowly ending soon and the third. So, but we're still going to want to make sure that we have that area really kind of cleared out. And the reason why is because we're going to have some new collaborations in the next coming month, especially with this new moon in Gemini and as we transition to cancer season. So we're really going to want to show our emotions towards the new, new possibilities. Um, we're going to feel a kind of like a light and airy um existence it's not going to feel so heavy and um so almost like strong like how we had with aries but also with this new moon we have a lot of beautiful conjunctions we have the um the jupiter in aries conjunction we also have venus in taurus which just happened i believe yesterday so we have some areas that really have these amazing conjunctions that we can really work with if it is balancing out love and harmony and also balancing out that initiative to actually start something this is the good time to like start that project start that podcast start that blog start to make steps towards a intention that you've been thinking of and you really want to find that base so this is a good time to really start that start some new friendships on the collective level for this new moon in gemini and for the gemini so this this is where i ask you if you know your big three and if you know your big three i'm going to say you should probably listen to all three, especially, of course, everybody goes off of their sun sign, but it's also important to pay attention to your rising sign because that is your most unique and divine essence of you. That is the time when the sun was rising in that hemisphere. That is actually that time. So the rising sign changes every two hours throughout the 24 hour event of the birth date. So your rising sign really makes you unique. It really holds that first place value, that first house value. So really pay attention to it. If you know your rising sign, if you don't know your rising sign, that is fine. You could always go off of your sun sign, 
which is really your dominant energy. The sun is the most, um, I guess you could say almost biggest point of your chart. It is really of the all of not just what the main planets line up, especially the dominant planets, but what you hold as a whole. So if you don't know your rising sign, go ahead and listen to your sun sign, which that would be the sign that you tune into for like horoscopes and stuff. So everybody always knows I'm a Gemini, I'm a Pisces. But if you know your rising sign, I want you to listen for it as well. So for the Gemini, this is really happening all about you. So this is like your, this is that first house energy. This is really that energy where you are bringing the authority, you are bringing the impression you're really just starting to accept and establish what it is that you want to portray within yourself. So when we create manifestations, this is going to be almost like a authentic approach of your life, an authentic voyage of what it is for your journey. Where does your journey end? Where does your journey see itself? Like, do you see yourself on a beach? Do you see yourself um, maybe retiring young? Do you see yourself getting married soon? So this is kind of where is this voyage leading? What is it in that authentic self that is really bringing these steps forward? Because this is about new possibilities. Also, we're going to really want to have an optimistic attitude, especially as the Gemini is probably feeling a lot of strong energy. And that's because the sun is in Gemini and the sun is such a powerful, powerful star. It's such a beautiful cosmic element that really lights up so many of us. Sometimes you'll see that a lot of people, when it is their season, you hear, you know, Gemini season, Taurus season, when it is their season, they almost sometimes feel overwhelmed. And that's the extents of the mass shift of the sun being aligned in their zodiac. So what we also have to realize is a lot of time the sun has many of the strong placements, many of the squares, the trines, all of that is factored in with where the sun is. So that would be the Gemini. So really take that time to have that healthy approach with yourself for your authentic self. And for the cancer, this is a perfect time to establish some new areas towards wealth, also some financial gains. Definitely you're going to want to um, see what material possessions and what material habits have really been maybe weighing you down and start to release that area. We're also going to want to be focused in your career for the cancer. And the reason why is because the cancer is about to be next, right? The sun's going to enter cancer next because this is how we go. We go through the sun wheel of the zodiacs. It's a, a cosmic placement of how the universe is basically going around. So next up would be cancer. And this is definitely a time for you to evaluate the habits of your money and also of your financial matters. You're going to want to eliminate stuff that isn't really necessary. This is a perfect time with the new moon energy is to eliminate and also bring in the new. So we're going to want to bring in some some new gains with savings, some maybe some supplemental incomes, 
passive incomes, some areas where we could really see some new growth in that area. So we're gonna wanna grow the wallet for the Cancer. For the Leo, this is going to be affecting you in your third house, the ruler of Gemini. So Gemini is the ruler of the third house. Mercury is the ruler of the third house. This is a point of communication. Also, this is an area of social activity. You're going to want to embrace the collective. And a lot of people, when they hear the collective, they're like, okay, what does that mean? That sounds so... I don't know. It sounds a little witchy, right? <laughs> so we are the collective. We are the collective. The ones who are in here, the ones who are here to gain knowledge, to find community, to talk about what interests them, what is their passion, what is really an area of gaining knowledge. So we are the collective. This is the collective. We are part of the collective. So for the Leo, you're going to want to start to build that leadership in your collective because the Leo is known for its leadership abilities. The Leo is known for its courage, strength. Um, the Leo is very um, dynamic and dominant, but maybe for a couple of um, last months, maybe the Leo hasn't really been feeling that much center. And that's probably because the cosmic energy hasn't been like full force how it has been with the other zodiacs. So for this time for the Leo, we're going to want to work on our leadership in our collective. For the Virgo, I love, I absolutely adore Virgos. If there's any Virgos in the house, hey. <laughs> the Virgo is such the goddess. It is really such a divine zodiac. It is known as the goddess of wheat. Um, it is also known um, for past uh, astrologers who were very centered, where you can see that shift of where astrology and um, organized Christianity kind of took a, a little bit of a shift and entwine with each other. A lot of people don't want to bring that up, but, um, <clears throat> yeah, we could do some deep dive in on astrology and the resemble how much it actually, um, a lot of, because let's face it, astrology was here before Christ and a lot of it has been kind of I guess you could say a little bit of recycled contents for people who like to repurpose and recycle. Um, astrology has kind of gotten, you know, its share where other places have used um, astrology to kind of recycle and reuse. But the Virgo was also known as almost the Virgin, right? That Mother Mary, that kind of um, big, high energy of purity. So for the Virgo, this is going to be an area where you're going to connect with your roots. This is really going to be an area where you're going to concentrate on like your root chakra. Also, this is the area of home life. This is the area of emotions and foundations. We are going to create those bonds with the family. And we're also going to release those bonds with the family. So with new moons come a lot of new possibility, a lot of new transition, and a lot of new areas of saying goodbye. So I, you know, I'm not one to um, say family over everything and family always sometimes 
is first or, you know, whatever those things are. Um, trust me for the family that is centered with you. Yes. Keep, keep those, those communications and those bonds united. But there is some family that sometimes that whole blood thicker than water is just a mentality of keeping us in a toxic situation, keeping us in a shadow situation. And sometimes it's just better to say, bye. <laughs> so for the Virgo, definitely look at that dynamic. For the Libra and the Libra, oh my goodness, the Libra. The Libra is ruled by Venus. Um, so is Taurus. So it has this love essence. And this is really a strong area for the Libra in the love department. While um, Taurus is currently with Venus right now, the Libra is actually going to be in the fifth house for this new moon. And we're going to start to create that area of possibility, fertility, um, and also new adventures. So for the Libra, if this is like a time that you're like doing wedding planning or even starting to really develop like what do you want your um what do you want your fertility and lessons down in life to really portray? This is going to be that area where you start to look at it and you start to see it. For the Libra, there also might be some areas with um with love where we're going to have to express ourselves um, individually. We're going to have to express our conquest. We're going to have to express our desires, which sometimes might be a little bit difficult for some people to actually express how it is that we feel and how it is that we plan on engaging with this um, love affair or this love center. And remember, this doesn't always have to be a romantic relationship. This can also be a companionship such as um, a friendship, but also I want you to look at the connections with siblings and also children if you are in that department of having that. This is a perfect time for the Libra to acknowledge the drama. And <clears throat> there might be some areas where the drama kind of kicks in and this is a perfect time for you to acknowledge it Acknowledge it and see how it's fitting in this dynamic. See if you're kind of helping it. <laughs> are you kind of releasing it? Or are you going to be centered in letting it go? So it is a perfect time for you to acknowledge the, the drama. And like with every new moon, it's a great time to clear. Clear, 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 honey. So for the Scorpio, the Scorpio really has had this transition. Um, we just had the lunar eclipse in Scorpio. We also have the south node in Scorpio. So this is kind of like that. Ooh, it's, you know, if there's any Scorpios in the house, honey, hey, like I know your guys' energy must feel really heavy right now. It also kind of might feel a little bit also embraceive. Like, you know, it's kind of like this area where like you had to like clean the wound, right? You like clean the wound and then you like maybe put some like peroxide on there or accidentally got it like a little bit too spicy or, or raw. Now you're like, ah, okay, that hurt. But the wound's healing, like it's healing. It's, it's transitioning and it's healing. Um, 
for the Scorpio, we're really going to want to let go of those limiting self-beliefs, especially when they are centered around health and lifestyle. Um, and this is a perfect time for us to become one with nature. We're also going to look at the Scorpio's element, which is water. And this is a perfect time for you to actually pick up some new traits towards like meditation. So I sometimes really recommend water meditation with the water signs. It really embraces the pure state of their natural element. And also it starts to develop like more of a structure where they're able to concentrate. And it is something as concentrating as, um, as subtle as like a water flow or fall or even being emerged in water. Sometimes doing a meditative, um, meditative state with water being the surrounding element takes a lot of practice. Also holding a cup of water or a bowl of water if you have like a um, sound energy bowl that you can fill with water and hold it in a practical state, in a comfortable stance as you try to meditate and you will meditate for at least at like one to three minutes. I'm actually a meditation guide and um, I know meditation is sometimes could be seen as a little bit challenging for some people because they think that they're not doing it right. Meditation is very diverse. And for the Scorpio, I'm going to want you to enhance that and also enhance some structure and organization really surrounded around the health and the lifestyle. Um, for the Sagittarius, like the Sagittarius is going to have a very good month. Um, and the reason why I say this is because the Sagittarius has a lot of strong energy right now, even though it's not really being foreplayed. You're not hearing many people talk about the Sag right now, but we have Jupiter and Aries, which Jupiter is the ruler of Sag. And honey, anytime the planet is aligned with another Zodiac, that doesn't mean that the other Zodiac, the, the, the one who is centered with the planet, isn't receiving abundance or expansion or manifestation. It's just at a silent approach. Also, we have a full moon in Sagittarius coming up in this month. So I think it's hitting us around the 14th or 13th. I don't have my dates out, but um, we are going to definitely see some areas with relationships, possibly some high commitments. So this is going to be a time that you're going to really want to be structured on those contracts. <laughs> and Areas of relationships are kind of like a contract when you think about it, right? Everybody has their boundaries. Everybody has their goals. Everybody has their, where they foresee this um, companionship, where they foresee this relationship going, if it's structured around business or love. So make sure you are fully invested. And if you're not fully invested, then take some time to understand how come. How come you're not fully invested? Are you a silent investor? Is it time for you to cash out? Really take that energy. We're also going to want to enhance that area of sharing. So for the Sag, this is going to be a perfect time for you to kind of share your ideas, share your tributes. You're going to want to start to build those um, companionships if they are centered around love or business. For the Capricorn, so for the Capricorn, this has 
definitely be a lot of heavy energy for the Capricorn, especially with the Mercury retrogrades and also with the energy of just the elements kind of picking up um, on the earth and really I've been talking to a lot of Capricorns and I can tell that this has been really this area that's been like, oh, this is another time where we are going to be focused on our goals. We're also going to be focused on our goals that have to do with income, with the mysterious factor that is related to it. We're going to want to merge in our unity with others. We're really going to want to do that area where we start to weigh out the intimacy versus... um versus the business aspect. And when I say that, if you are a Capricorn who's kind of like dipping in that business and pleasure area, you're going to want to do a full evaluation and see if this is really working for you. We're also going to want to look at our assets. Um, this might be a good time for you to invest or also to sell for the Capricorn um, if there's something that's kind of holding you back that has to do with income, you're going to want to structure it out a little bit more and have that area where you're setting new intentions towards um, personal gains. And I I hate to be like that, um, that one who is like so centered with the Capricorn's actual um, traits, like the Capricorn is known for, you know, it's hard work. It is also known for its consistency. And this is is an area where the Capricorn is probably feeling a little, a little overwhelmed because it is hitting them in their eighth house. So they probably are feeling a little overwhelmed with that energy. So, and it's hard for a Capricorn to not organize and not stay structured. Like that's very hard to ask a Capricorn to not do that, especially with a new moon happening. So take the time to do your structure, to do your organization, to do your balance. But I'm really going to want you to step back from that overwhelming feeling and kind of let it embrace you where you just say, okay, I'm going to give it like a, like at least two days to disconnect. And for the Capricorn, I really want you to try to do that. It's going to help you, especially for this new moon. For the Aquarius, um, this is happening in your house of um, travel. This is your ninth house. You're really going to want to pick up the wisdom and the clarity of moving forward in new adventures, new journeys. And also you're going to want to do some cross-cultural activities. You're going to want to embrace somebody who isn't necessarily like you. And for the Aquarius, that kind of comes easy because the Aquarius is very unique and eccentric. That is something that the Aquarius really builds on. For the Aquarius, I want you to step into your natural purpose of being the water barrier of being the one who brought back to the village, who brought back to the collective, who brought back to that area. This is really going to serve you with this new moon energy. So for you to see where in your collective you can bring a service, and a lot of people don't understand, but when we are living in our cosmic energy, when we are living in our divine state, as I say, our star alignment, our blueprint, this is going to be a time that we bring back our service area. Are we going to want to really bring it back? For the Aquarius, it sometimes comes easy to detach, but this time I'm going to want you to bring back that area of wisdom and prosperity and kind of bring it back to the collective, bring it back to the ethics, continue to learn and continue to step into that wisdom factor that you're in right now. For the Pisces, um, for the Pisces, 
The Pisces, I would say there's been, you know, everybody says this is age of Aquarius. Um, and we all know it is. Aquarius has has some amazing, amazing, fundamentally um, on a collective level, the Aquarius has really is, um, kind of been striving and really building that focus. But I will say, I believe this is the year of the Pisces. The Pisces has had some major high energy cosmic astrological events where if you were a Pisces who were centered in your cosmic blueprint, you could really use this to stepping up to the next level, stepping up to the next area of worth and foundation and really bringing those dreams, that Neptune energy, really finding out what those dreams mean, what the goal is of those dreams and really bringing them full forward. For the Pisces, this is a perfect time for you to step into your masculine dominance with your masculine, with masculine energy. And also, I know a lot of people, especially women, are very um, centered on the feminine energy. And when we look at our cosmic um, blueprint and we look at our birth chart, we also have to see, because I will be 100% honest with you, I have a lot of strong masculine um, placements. I'm very, my chart is all masculine energy. And you have to know when to use it. And you also have to know when to step back from it and say, hey, that's my masculine energy kicking in. I'm going to try to um, embrace my feminine. And regardless of your gender, we all have masculine and feminine. It's just at different percentages. So for this time for the Pisces, we're going to want to establish that masculine energy. We're going to want to establish, see where we're strong at, see where our focus is at, see where our leading values are really at, especially with career and our image, like our self, um, self-expression as a Pisces, this is where we're going to really want to see it coming forward. We're also going to want to seek refuge. And when we say seek refuge, it's going to be with others who have lived the experiences that we have lived, who have gained knowledge in maybe something that we are trying to achieve, maybe something that we are trying to embrace with this new moon. So if you have somebody who is somebody that you look up to, a mentor, um, somebody who is centered in the philosophy that you're learning, then I really want you to find refuge with them. Also, um, for the Aries, this is an amazing time for the Aries. This new moon energy is very amazing. So for the Aries, honey, I know you. I know you well. I know that this Jupiter and Aries conjunction, um, when Jupiter has landed in Aries, probably gave you this burst of high energy where maybe you were trying to start every project, right? You're like, I'm going to start this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And for the Aries, that is what you are. You are the fire starter. You're the cardinal sign. You are the number one baddie of the Zodiac. Like you start it, right? And okay, don't come for me, people. Everybody's like the number one baddie. But I'm just saying, 
the Aries is the first one of the zodiacs. So for the Aries, this is a perfect time for you to calm down, honey. Like put that cup of coffee down because what you're doing is you're starting all these things. You're starting all these areas. And what we need to do is we need to bring it down because the Aries is very famous for starting, but not finishing. And we're going to want to see our goals and our manifestations and our intentions actually get completed, actually come for a circle where we can say, yes, I did that. Yes, I started that and I finished it. Yes, that was successful. Not just I started this and then I haven't seen it. And the way we're going to do this is with friends. And for the Aries, the Aries is dominant but very shy. For the Aries, this is a time that I'm going to want you to bring that social awareness, that self-awareness, those friend groups, how you contribute to the relationship, how you contribute to the circles, how do you contribute to the collective. I want you to embrace new areas with technology. I want you to embrace new visions of hope with a structural plan from start to from start to end, Aries. Okay, come on, honey. You could do it. You could do it. And this is for the area that we're going to be concentrated on the future because the Aries is a very now sign. It's very living in the moment right here, right now. Let's get it done. But we want to look at the big picture, especially with this new moon energy. And for the Taurus, 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 Taurus. So the Taurus is very grounded this um, upcoming year. Uh, the rest of 22 and some of 23, if you are a Taurus and a Scorpio, you are going to be feeling some high energy placements. You are also going to be really feeling that... Um, if you haven't had a spiritual awakening, um, it's going to happen <laughs> probably in the rest of 2022 for the Taurus. If you haven't had that area where you are feeling um, accomplished, where you are feeling structured, where you are feeling that high energy of karmic energy and spirituality, this is going to be the time for the Taurus to really adapt and start to see what it is in the um, in the purpose, right? In this purpose of this third dimension, what are we doing, right? What what am I doing? How am I feeling? Am I in the right area? And I just did a post on my Instagram. Um, about karmic energy. And this is going to be the time for the Taurus to look at your karmic energy. And people's like, what is karmic energy? The karmic energy is basically what it is that you see yourself giving. Is it the same that you want to receive? If you are a placement that knows where your north node was during your birth chart, I really want you to go ahead and look at it. I actually just did a reel about finding the north node and then looking at your south node and seeing if your south node is healed. And if it is not, that's probably why you aren't understanding your karmic energy. For the Taurus, we are going to try to practice some more uh, meditation. If meditation isn't working for you, I'm really going to want you to be centered with grounding. But the thing is with the Taurus is sometimes the Taurus gets too grounded, right? It's like the Taurus has those very strong roots, right? That very strong structure that that's almost, okay, I'm going to say it, stubborn energy. And it's like, come on, you can move. Come on get out of there. Let's go. Come on. 
Just, just scoot a little bit, just scoot a little bit. For the Taurus, I'm gonna want you to actually pick in some more of this Gemini energy for you. And the reason why is because you have really been kind of feeling this high energy. You've been stuck, especially with the um, Mercury retrograde, and now it is coming to an end and it shifted out of out of Taurus for uh, about a couple of weeks now. But what that energy still kind of lingers, and I want you to relieve your frustrations because the Taurus has kind of been in this area where everything's kind of seeming a little like frustrating, like, oh, that's frustrating. So we're going to want to pick up that area of air. And that's why I want you to do some, um, some meditation, preferably outside and take in that fresh air, especially for the Taurus for this new moon and create a new structure that isn't so structured around grounding, but kind of like on that whimsical water flow of like air quality where it's like, eh, if it doesn't work, bah, it doesn't work. And honey, for the Taurus, you can do it. I know it feels scary, but you can. And I just want to thank everybody who popped in this room. Uh, my name is Catherine. I am the podcast host of Chakras and Cuss Words Podcast. I actually have a new podcast releasing um, tomorrow, which is a live stream depth replay of the chakra system for anybody who is into the chakras and the chakra energy. You can go ahead and listen to that. Um, I'm going to try to do more rooms here on uh, Wisdom app. So I just want to thank you guys. I'm actually um, getting ready to start to create content for a meditation app um, that is going to be surrounded with meditation guides because I am a meditation guide um, for each zodiac. So when I start to roll out that content, I might actually come on here and practice <laughs> some of it. So um, I would love to, you know, you guys uh, reach out, follow me on Instagram, let me know more about you, your zodiacs. Um, I'm here for it. I love astrology. So everybody have an amazing day and um, bye.